The NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. And make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the NBA Gambling Podcast. Well, I already slipped up over NBA. Welcome back to the NBA Gambling Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Rich Fat Baby McKee. You can follow me at the Ryan McKee on Twitter for all my real hot takes on stupid things. Um, yeah, we are going to be talking about the Saturday games. Uh, it's May 6th, Friday at about 10.30 a.m. Eastern time. So if anything crazy happens between now and the games, uh, please keep that in mind. Just watch the uh, NBA Gambling Podcast Twitter account for any updates on that. That is at SGPNBA, right? I got that right. SGPNNBA. SGPNNBA. Two N's. <laughs> God, yeah. I already messed that up. Uh, and if you hadn't already guessed by his uh, lovely voice coming over the airwaves there to correct me, we've got Munaf, the machine, Manji. So good to be on a podcast again with you, bro. Yeah, McKee, it's been a while, man, since we've potted. But uh, yeah, you're slipping up a little bit. I, uh, this is what happens when you get a day off from the NBA playoffs. I don't know, games yeah. last night. So, uh, yeah, back at it tonight. I'm excited, man. Um, you know, we have so weird with no games last night, man. I was it really like, was. I kept checking my phone. There was nothing to look at. I was like, what, what, what am I doing? Yeah. So I had to tune in some playoff hockey, which was fun. But yeah, NBA, we know NBA is at least king for us. But yeah, back at it tonight. And then we're going to talk about the games for tomorrow. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so exciting series so far. Let's jump into it. Um We've got two see uh, the two series on Saturday are mm -hmm. they're both tied at one apiece. So really like this. We're going to start with Milwaukee uh, versus Boston. Boston traveling to Milwaukee. The total is at two thirteen. Bucks are minus two and a half. I'm seeing right now. Still not getting Middleton back. The Bucks brass has been uh, a little bit unsure or they're not telling us they, they're still not saying whether he's going to come back or not for this series yeah. um right now we're seeing more money coming in on the side of the bucks uh means the whale money is coming in on the side of that and there's actually a betting trend that i've been hitting pretty hard on this podcast and on my bets have been doing very well for me uh, i talked about this a little bit with dan before but munaf i'll talk to you about it uh it looks like there, whenever there is more money coming in on the favorites than tickets, mm -hmm. I mean, that's, so that's the pro money coming in, right. uh, those against the spread bets have been hitting 62% of the time for a 20% ROI in the playoffs, uh, in the NBA playoffs, and that's been tracked over 300 game and it's held up this season as well. Yeah. What do you see in this game? You like a side? What do you think of the favorite? Yeah, I, I think what what I we talked about on the NBA pod when we we're previewing the series 
the key thing for me was going to be if Boston was going to able to knock down their three point shots and didn't happen in game one. Um, I think they were like 18 of 50 in game one came two, they came back and they actually knocked them down. Um, and they got the what 23 point victory there. And if we kind of go back to round one against Chicago, Chicago really didn't have the shooters to really keep up with the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, we kind of mm-hmm. take a look at how during the regular season, Milwaukee was one of the worst, if actually they were the worst uh, three point shooting defense in the entire league, right? Dead last. And I think it was on makes allowed. I think it was around 15.8 per game and then also in attempts as well. So, um, Boston got it done in game two for them game three here. Uh, man, it makes me nervous when you just said that sharp and the whale money is on Milwaukee. Cause I did like the Boston side. Um, but I think I, Milwaukee- I, before you, before we move on to that, I just wanted to kind of comment on what you're saying with the three point yeah. shot. We knew coming into this series, right. That Milwaukee's defensive strategy almost seems to be giving up the three pointer. And yeah. then like clogging the paint and they're okay with that. They're like, if you're going to beat us with a three pointer, mm-hmm. we're going to be okay with that because we feel like overall we have the best player in the series and it's all going to even out. Do you see that being the strategy moving forward? I think so. I think that again, in, in game two, they gave up the almost, well, they gave up 40 plus attempts again and Boston actually knocked them down this time. So, and that's really been their strategy throughout the season is, Hey, let them have the three-point shot. If they make them, that's fine. But we still have Giannis who can get to the basket at will and score mm-hmm. points for us. Now, it's a different story when you don't have Chris Middleton uh, in the lineup because, again, that's your second-best offensive player. Then you're having to rely on Drew Holiday, who's you know exerting a lot of energy on the defensive end of the basketball. Then you're relying on guys like Bobby Portis and, and Grayson Allen and Pat Covington to m- knock down those three-point shots. We didn't happen for them in game two. Um, but, but we I saw think, we saw it when it works right in game yeah, one. We've seen yeah, like, and 100%. Drew was like an off. He looked like he was doing a Middleton impression on the offensive yeah. side, and and then you have Grayson and Portis uh, hitting down those three pointers as well. But you're right when those guys are cool, they've got you can't rely on Giannis all by himself as good as he is to just carry the yeah. entire offensive burden. Yeah, and and it's kind of to think about that in game one. Milwaukee only scored 101 points. And then in game two, they only scored 86. That's really not going to get it done for them. Especially in today's league, right? Where it's a jump shooting league, you have to make shots. Um, So I I think that's going to have to be some adjustments that Mike Budenholzer has to make on the offensive side of the basketball. Um, And guys are just going to have to knock down shots. I am still for game three. I'm still leaning with the Boston Celtics here. Milwaukee during the regular season, especially against the spread, were not a very good basketball team. And, and we saw even Chicago in game two in Milwaukee get the victory against them. So it's not like they're, you know, invincible at home or anything like that. And again, Boston, a clearly better team than Chicago was in round one or overall during the season when they really turned around the second half. So I'm still looking for you know, Jalen Brown to, you know, be that guy, Jason Tatum to be that guy for them. Um, I just feel like right now, especially without Chris Middleton, um, that Boston really has the upper edge. And I think that, again, if they're able to consistently knock down three-point shots, maybe not at the rate that they did in game two, but make those clutch shots and keep this game relatively close, I think this is probably going to come down to the wire. And I think the line is kind of indicative of that, right? We're seeing, I think I saw a three yesterday. Like you said, it's down to two and a half right now. 
Um, so I think that it might be within that one possession game kind of coming down to the wire. Mickey, I wouldn't be surprised if this series gets to seven games, my man. And now for a quick break, and we'll be right back. Make sure to get down on wins. Bet $50 to win $200 promotion, where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Plus, WinBet Casino is offering a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. And of course, don't forget to get involved in their same game parlays with the WINS Build Your Own Bet feature. All users can receive a $20 free bet when they win, lose, or push a three-plus leg Build your own bet parlay between Thursday and Saturday. Players can take advantage of the offer on the NBA playoffs and anything else. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Uh, I totally feel like the zigzag theory applies to this series. We got yeah. two evenly matched teams with the Giannis being the better player, but then the Celtics having a better team as a whole. Uh, they've been known for their defense. People are talking about them as one of the great modern defenses coming into the playoffs. Didn't look that way so much. Uh, game yeah. one, even though you mentioned Milwaukee only scored 101 points, which is not a lot for that team, but... Yeah. Giannis was able to do whatever he wanted as long as the shooters were hitting as well. So, and, and Giannis yeah, I, hasn't really been sorry, efficient from the floor. I'm sorry, uh, he hasn't really been efficient from the floor so far in the first two games. Here, he was what nine of 25 in game one, and then 11 of 27 in game two. So, I mean, that's very not Giannis like, right? If you go back, absolutely, that's what I was thinking. I was going to mention is yeah. like. He ha- I feel like we haven't seen that Giannis game yet in this yeah. series that's going to be coming. He's been good. His numbers look okay. Yeah. Uh, but for him, we just haven't seen that explosion yet. So that's actually why I'm taking the Bucks here, not only because of uh, what the sharp money is telling me and the trend mm-hmm. I already mentioned, mm-hmm. but I feel like first game back in Milwaukee, Giannis isn't one to like take a beating like that laying down and i think that's going to be fresh in his mind first game back home i like the zigzag theory here i'm going with milwaukee yeah and again i think the shooters around you know the guys like grayson allen pat covington you know those guys are probably more comfortable at home right in their home arena yep um and their you know their percentages might be better i haven't looked at those splits yet but uh yeah you're right that that Giannis efficient game is coming um, and if you kind of again go back to especially during the regular season, he was at 52 plus percent from the floor. Um, and again, in in get in round one, he was at least 50 percent or better in every single game. So, you know, give credit to what Boston has done as he's clogging the paint so far uh, against him and, and making his life difficult with getting Robert Williams back. I think that's been big for Boston as well as uh, Al Horford. I think they've done a great job of that. But you're right, that Giannis game is coming. Maybe it is game three. Maybe it's game four. Um, but yeah, look out maybe for a Giannis prop, maybe in, 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 uh, in, in game three here, but I'm still going to lean with Boston here. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, you, our, our listeners really know you as a props guy, uh, you've made your bones, uh, as a props guy. What are you looking at here for, uh, player props? Yeah, I think there's been a couple things that I've kind of been writing here, at least in the first two games. And, you know, this kind of goes back. The first one I'll mention is the three point shots. And we talked about how 
the Milwaukee Bucks are okay giving up that three-point shot to their opponents. And, you know, one player that I haven't kind of zoned in on has been Jalen Brown. Um, in the first two games of this uh, series, he's knocked down at least three in both of those games. And if you kind of go back, uh, I think it was his last eight career playoff, sorry, eight career regular season games uh, against the Bucks. He had knocked down at least two in every single one of those games, but he's actually knocked down at least three in seven out of those last nine regular season games. Fast forward to now the uh, the playoffs here, Jalen Brown has knocked down three in game one, and I believe it was five in game two. So I'm going to continue riding that here with Jalen Brown over two and a half at minus 140 as one of the player props that I am looking at for this game, uh, McKee. Jalen Brown's interesting because I feel like he kind of goes kind of comes and goes with how good the Celtics team is playing as a whole. We saw that in game one, really inefficient in game one. Um, You you mentioned, you know, he, he still scored, uh, but he had a stretch there where he looked God awful. I actually faded him in game two. I think I went under 24 and a half points for him and he made me regret that bet for sure. Uh, I didn't make that up on my own. I I, had seen other people going with that bet as well. So it wasn't like I was the only one. And um, so, yeah, any worries there, just how inconsistent he might be. Yeah, the worry is there, but then I I think that, especially on the offensive side for the Boston Celtics, it's really Jalen Brown and it's number one, Jason Tatum, and then Jalen Brown. Like, I think he's still going to get the looks. I mean, even in game one, like you mentioned, like he had a bad, very bad shooting game. He only had 12 points, but he still got up nine three-point attempts and he was able to knock down three of them. Um, The last one was a very lucky one in the final two minutes where they're trying to, you know, climb their way back. But um, you know, for me, when I'm kind of looking at these props, it's like, okay, what is the defense prone to giving up? And I think for Milwaukee, we've talked about regular season. We just said it right now. It's a three-point shot. They're willing to give it up, and it's a matter of the Boston Celtics knocking them down. So I'm going to continue riding with that. I think, you know, in game two, he went six of ten. So he's right around that that nine and a half, ten average um, per game so far. So I'll continue riding that with Jalen Brown. Um, uh, yeah, and so, I guess I shouldn't yeah. say he's real inconsistent. I was just thinking of game one versus game two because he was very yeah. consistent in the Brooklyn series, scored mm-hmm. 23, 22, 23, yeah. 22. Uh, and you know, through got up about between four and six three pointers, went 0 and five on yeah. one of them. But, um, certainly if they're gonna let him take in the you know realm of nine or ten, mm-hmm. uh, that's right. I, yeah. I feel like that is a good bet, yeah. Um, uh, I got another one that if you want to yeah. throw out there, yeah, I was looking at Al Horford rebounds as well uh, for the Boston Celtics, and I know he didn't have a great. It was a little inconsistent for him in round one against the Brooklyn Nets, but um, if you kind of take it at least, I know it's a very small sample, but the two games so far that he has played uh, in Milwaukee, or sorry, against Milwaukee here in round two, he's seen the kind of increase in minutes. You know, if you kind of look at it, what he did in the quarterfinals in round one against Brooklyn. He was only averaging around 31 to 32 minutes per game, but all of a sudden in round two, maybe to kind of be on that defensive stopper, you know, for Giannis kind of protecting that paint. He's played 36 and 37 minutes. He's been in double figure rebounds in both of those matchups so far. And I think that's going to something that's going to continue here for him 
is getting those minutes. And we know throughout his career, Al Horford is an absolutely fantastic rebounder. Currently mm-hmm. seeing, you know, some seven and a halves out there. It's a little juice, but if your book allows you to buy it up to maybe an eight or eight and a half and, and pay a little bit of less juice, um, I think that, again, how Horford is 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 primed to have another big rebounding game, uh, at least get into double figures, I think, again, uh, for the Boston Celtics. I like that. I like that. Um, any thoughts on, you mentioned maybe looking at some Giannis props, if this is a big Giannis game. He, we saw him in the first game have his second triple-double of his playoff career. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing the number at plus 350 for a Giannis triple-double this game around. Still going to be a lot on him to facilitate, rebound, and score without Middleton there. Any mm-hmm. thoughts on um, maybe like percentage of a, a unit on that? Yeah, I think the crazy part is if, if we kind of go back to game one, uh, Giannis did log that triple-double, but he had 24, 13, and 12. But I saw his points, rebounds, and assisted listed at 51 and a half. And, and that kind of fell <laughs> short of, yeah. of what he kind of put up. Um, yeah, I mean, look, even game two, if it maybe, I mean, if it wasn't a blowout, I think that, you know, he had to play some more extra minutes. He definitely would have got 10 rebounds, 28, nine and seven in game two. I think that, you know, it's a very much a possibility because Giannis is pretty much the offense right now, right? It's, he's going to have the ball in his hands. He's going to be the guy either facilitating or trying to get to the basket and score. We know Giannis can rebound. We're not concerned about that. I think the assist is where it's really out for Giannis game one, 12 game two. Uh, he had seven, and I think being back in their home building, especially with the shooters that they do have around him, um, I, I saw some crazy stat on Twitter that when Grayson Allen is getting passes from Giannis from beyond the three-point line, he's hitting like 70 or 75% uh, when he's getting those passes from Giannis. So maybe keep Grayson Allen out there for Giannis to get those assists. But at plus 350, I don't hate it. And if your book allows you to build – a triple-double, I think you might be able to get better odds that way. All right, we're going to take a quick break and be right back. Now, on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest-growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I know I do because I'm part of the SGPN Dynasty Football League, and that's what we use as Sleeper. It is a game-changing product, unlike anything else on the industry and now you can make money on sleeper 2 by playing their new over under game it's very simple first in any sport choose two or more players that you like and pick the over under for example number of points in basketball or hits in baseball game then choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest if you pick correctly you can win anywhere from two times to 20 times the money you put in the main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies contest and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with just a tap of the button. It's insanely fun to write it out together. So make sure to use the promo code SGPNBA and Sleeper will match your deposit up to $100. Again, download Sleeper, then use promo code SGPNBA when you deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for more details. 
We're also brought to you by Athletic Greens and their AG1 supplement. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality minerals, whole foods, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you get your day started right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your focus, your aging, all the things. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your player prop habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery and Athletic Greens has 7,000 five-star reviews. That's really good. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com SGP. Again, that's athleticgreens.com SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without ad security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, and whoever else is on there. That's why I use IP Vanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IP Vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location is hidden. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online, and it's super simple. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing speed. You can even use it on your Fire Stick if you're streaming media. Whether I'm home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. IP Vanish is offering a incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's getting nine months free right now. So IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing the wor- with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. So go to ipvanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% saving. That's ipvanish.com SGP. GP. All right, let's move on to just a, re- a really exciting series as well. Maybe even more exciting because it's less of a defensive uh, matchup and more of just a frenetic, crazy, uh, fun battle of the talents. We've got Grizzlies heading to Golden State. We've got the Warriors minus seven right now, which I got to say, after a very close first two games surprised me with that line, seeing a total of 225 and a half uh, tickets. The number of tickets coming in on both sides is about even, but quite a bit more money coming in on Golden State. So that does go with the trend I mentioned earlier of uh, more money on favorites uh, is a uh, 20% ROI there yeah. in the playoffs. But yeah. Uh, I'm scared. I'm 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 scared to give up that many points after I w- saw what Ja did, getting to the paint at will, able to just take over that game in the end. Forty-seven points in that game. Where are you with this? Let's talk about the sides first. Yeah, I think there's going to be one of these games where Golden State and comes out and wins by 15, 20 plus. In my opinion. Yeah. Uh, whether it's game three or game four, I mean, if we had a uh, sports almanac like they did at Back to the Future, maybe we could tell <laughs> you. But I, oh I, man, I, how many times have you wished you were Biff and able <laughs> to go back? I, I I think about that movie all the freaking time. It's crazy how that movie was almost predicated. <coughs> I'm sorry, predicated 
on on sports betting on, on how he kind of made like his fortune because an he empire. Had that. he made an entire yeah. empire <laughs> which was absolutely crazy to me um but yeah i think at least for game three on the side here i understand why this number is at seven um i think we should mention that dylan brooks did get suspended for game three here yeah. uh for the uh the flagrant foul two on gary payton the second uh, that led to his fractured elbow. He's going to be out at least three to five weeks from early reports. But I think that if 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 the Golden State Warriors are going to cover this number, it means that Clay Thompson, at least for me, had, I'm kind of looking at it, Clay Thompson had a big game or had a better shooting night because in his first two games so far here, McKee, he has not been good for the uh, Golden State Warriors. And luckily, you Absolutely. know, for them having Jordan Poole, he's kind of picked up for what, you know, the lack of shooting by Klay Thompson. If you kind of look at his numbers in the first two games, six of 19 to five of 19. So if he's able to be a little bit better, I, I think that the Golden State Warriors probably cruise to a victory. I'm going to say it- it'll be here in game three because they're back on their home floor. It's very, very difficult to beat this Warriors team at home. And I just kind of feel like the books are really kind of begging you to take that plus seven with the Memphis Grizzlies because how close mm. the first two games have kind of been. And I'm kind of expecting at least one of these games, three or four, to be a blowout by the Golden State Warriors where they're just having a great shooting night led by Steph, led by Clay and Jordan Poole. And they're really locked in defensively. So at least for game it three. Makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. That the, bag, the books are begging you to take that number, right? Because right. there's yeah. more money coming in on the Warriors and yet it has gone from it opened at minus six and a half and you're seeing it a lot of places now at minus seven so it's actually moved so they're like they like the fact uh that that you know the is there a chance it moves even more uh Probably not, though. Huh? I don't so much think money so. is I coming think, yeah, on it's probably yeah, settled at seven here. I mean, maybe some public money does come back on Memphis. Maybe it goes down to I, six. I feel like public money, know. as much as we know and love John Morant, I still don't think the public is as on board with this Grizzlies team as they are for just loving the Warriors. They've been such a public team for so long. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, again, I think that, even the casual betters, like I think this is a one series that everybody's locked in and watching, right? Because there's some something out there that this has been the most watched second round playoff game. I don't know the exact what the tweet was, but again, this might be one of those series like Milwaukee and Boston we just talked about that may just end up going seven games as well. But I think that you know Golden State comes back, they they bounce back, have a great shooting night here in Game Three on their home floor. Uh, we saw all the way back in, in round one where they were absolutely fantastic in round one against the Denver Nuggets where they put up 123 and 126 on their home floor. Uh, and they won those games by 16 and they won that game by 20. Obviously, Memphis is a lot better team than Denver um, with the injuries that the Denver Nuggets were dealing with in round one. But I, I think for me, if you kind of look at the Memphis side, there hasn't been a second guy that's really stepped or a consistent second guy that's really stepped up for the Memphis Grizzlies. Do we know Dylan Brooks? We is saw out? Desmond Main banged up, right? Yeah. So and, and he was really that guy for them in round one, right? Yeah. Uh, Triple J stepped up for them in game one, and then it took a 47-point effort from John Morant uh, for them to only win that game by five. And, and really, McKee, if you looked at that box score and you kind of just look at the team stats and didn't know the final score, you would have expected the Memphis Grizzlies to probably this would have been a blowout for them because – 
they made, let me see here, they made seven more three-point shots than the Golden State Warriors. They made six more free throws than the Golden State Warriors. Um, And that kind of tells me, hey, that this should have been a bigger victory than it is. So at least in game three, I'm going to go, I'm going to lay the points here, man. It makes me nervous that this number is at plus seven. The public is going to come in and gobble it up. But I'm going to lay the points here with the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, I think you're talking me into it. You're talking me into it. One thing, though, I will say is, I guess it, it, I I feel like maybe we saw the effect of Gary Payton going out because he was, Mm -hmm. he's been a good perimeter defender for them. Yeah. And without him in the lineup, we saw Jav run all over them. And there's also not that scary force in the paint. You know, they don't have uh, Gobert, they don't have like a, a shot blocker. Yeah. to to make Morant, you know, think about it twice. Sure. As good as Draymond is on defense, he can't be that presence in the paint all the time. Uh, I feel like Jaws is going to continue to get whatever he wants. That's why I'm kind of looking at his point total at 27 and a half. I kind of like the over. Talk yeah. me out of it. He had 34 in the first game and 47 in the second game. 27 and a half, not bad. Yeah, I can't talk you out of it. I really can't yeah. because you're right. Golden State, their best defender was Gary Payne the second, at least, you know, trying to, you know, stay in front of John Morant. And, you know, you hit the nail on the head that they really don't have that rim protection like Rudy Gobert. Um, I mean, you talk about, you know, other rim protectors. Even like a Jaron Jackson who yeah, block a Triple lot of J, shots, you know. Exactly. Right. And if, it's crazy if you kind of look at his round one numbers where, Scoring wise, John Morant wasn't that great, but he played, he got about 17 shot attempts up per game in round one. That number has nearly doubled in round two against Golden State. Yeah. He's getting up 31 attempts and even the three point attempts, right? He was only averaging 3.3 against the Minnesota Timberwolves, wasn't very efficient from three point land. And all of a sudden, in round two here against the Golden State Warriors, he's up to 11 and a half three point attempts and making about four and a half. So, I think Jaw is going to continue to do Jaw things. That's 27 and a half number. I don't think it's priced correctly by the market. I'm not going to take you off of it. Um, I'm on this uh, on this player prop as well for John Moran here at 27 and a half. Yeah. Another one uh, that our buddy Dan Titus pointed out that I like is the Andrew Wiggins rebounding prop. It's mm-hmm. at five and a half right now. Um, this has gone over in six of the seven playoff games he's played in so far and only the first one only the very first game against denver he had five so just barely missed that uh the first two games in this series he had eight and nine i I feel like this is a layup right here for the over on this rebounding prop yeah it is uh i like i think i I played this one (laughs) i think i played over five and a half was it back in that Denver game where he ended up with five? <laughs> so all the other ones they have cash, but yeah, you're right. Again, we, we talk about with the Golden State Warriors, they don't have that true rebounder, right? They go with that small mm-hmm. lineup, that death lineup that they've kind of discovered again. Um, and you don't have that true rebounding, you know, power forward or center position. And, and the guy that's benefited obviously has been Andrew Wiggins and um with the pace and the amount of shots that I've been getting up those rebounding in this game, or at least in the first two games so far, those opportunities for rebounds are going to be there. Um, I can't talk you off of this one either. I mean, if it's cashed in six out of the seven games and, and Andrew Wiggins is a pretty underrated rebounder. Uh, mm-hmm. And again, you know, 
he doesn't really have to contribute a lot on the offensive end. If you're able to get a lot from him, great. If not, but more defensively, we've seen him that, hey, go get rebounds, try to play better defense, get some deflection on passes, create some havoc, get some turnovers. And that's what he's going to have to do. And I think that, you know, for him to almost what, be in double digits in the first two games, we're at eight and nine. Uh, I'm not going to talk you off of it. Yeah. Give any other props or uh, any other bets you really like in this game? I think this might be the game where Clay Thompson bounces back. I really do. Mm-hmm. Because again, you know, we talked about how he hasn't been doing very well um, in the first two games, at least shooting the ball wise. Um, and again, he had those miss uh, clutch miss free throws in game one. Um, and I think that's something that, you know, Clay Thompson plays with a chip on his shoulder. And, mm. you know, he's getting up the three-point attempts as well. Maybe you want to look at that for Clay Thompson. I'm currently seeing that number at uh, three and a half at minus 130. But I do like his points prop at 21 and a half for this game to get over. Um, I just think that he's going to have a better shooting night uh, being back on their home floor. Um, and I think this is a good bounce back spot for him in this uh, in this game three. So I'll, I'll take a look at Clay Thompson over 21 and a half. Any thoughts on then maybe fading Jordan Poole going under 21 and a half? If Clay has a big game, I feel like that takes us directly away from Poole. We saw him have 31 and 20 in the first two games. So he's yeah, pretty consistent. Were, yeah. He's he was the, the, right now. I'm seeing it listed at 21 and a half for Jordan Poole. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I understand your part where you're saying that if Clay Thompson goes off, that they're going to want to feed, you know, Steph Curry and. Uh, uh, sorry, with Clay Thompson, Splash Brothers, um, mm-hmm. it could kind of take away from the shot production or the shot volume from Jordan Poole. Um, yeah, I can see the argument there. I, I think this number is spot on for him, though, at 21 yeah. and a half. Um, he could instantly end up with 20 or he could get up that 23. And this might be one of those games where Golden State goes out and puts up 125, 130 points in this game. And, and you know, we see that the the new splash brothers or the pool party i guess they're calling yeah. it now um <laughs> they all won out and dropped 25 each in this game and and you know you lose that bet that way so i think this number's spot on i would maybe um take a look at pool's three-point shots because i don't have the number in front of me but i think he's consistently Seeing it at two and down. a half yeah and i think what he's made three at least in the first two games mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah that might be worth a look as well for um for jordan pool all right all right um Anything on the total or should we just get out of here? Uh, if I was going to play a total, I would probably look at the Warriors team total in this game. Um, I just feel like, again, we go back to round one. I know it's a different team, but this team, Warriors team on their home floor has been really good putting up points. And I'm currently trying to find what that updated number is for their team total. Uh, let me see here if I have it. Um, it's probably around 118. No, let me see. 117 is probably that number. Uh, I don't hate that number at 117 and a half. If you're able to find that on your, on your books. Um, yeah, this, this Warriors team at home, again, it's a different animal. And I just think that. You know, they've been able to put up the points at home, especially in the playoffs all throughout. I mean, the times they've won championships and things like that, they really get behind that crowd. Uh, and if, you're gonna, if you find that Warriors team total, I do like that over. Uh, but my, I think my favorite play is the one that you first pointed out as far as a player prop, uh, John Morant, uh, McKee. I, I think that that number is, is not priced correctly by the books. Absolutely. 
Awesome. Well, we're going to let you get out of here. These are these episodes during the playoffs are going to be a little quick and dirty, um, but we've had a great time doing this. Uh, Moon off. Shout out where people can find you. What do you want to pro? Basketball. Give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going to dunk it. Basketball. Give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going to dunk it. Basketball. Give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going to dunk it.